Welcome to Real Money Talks, how to make money, manage money, and invest money. Your Real Money Talks host, Laurel Langmire, gets straight to the point about what it actually takes to make money and build lasting wealth in today's changing economic climate. If you're ready to get the financial results you've always dreamed of, keep listening. Real Money Talks is the right place for you. And now here's your host, Laurel Langmire. Hi, this is Laurel. Welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks. And I hope you're enjoying our podcasts where we teach people how to make money, keep money, invest money, and do it with a team. And, you know, there's so many conversations and uh, I've been bringing great guests to our conversation. And uh, today I want to talk just about how a lot of people are actually working. So to say that, like co-work spaces are on the rise. I mean, it is like the thing to do. It's how millennials like to work. Millennials, by the way, are 16 to 34 years of age. Um, They tend to not have just one job. They have different contracts, less committal to rents and uh, being tied down. So co-work spaces have emerged, I mean, very, very boldly all over. And uh, we are actually going to open one here. So I'm very excited that uh, here in Zephyr Cove, Nevada, right at the lake, uh, we're turning my entire conference facility um, into a co-work space where uh, upward of 100 businesses will be here. Now, let's just talk about co-work spaces because they've been around for a while. I mean, Regis has one, probably the more longstanding executive suite kind of model. Um the uh, Damon Johns is just in one in New York. Um, you know, he, like myself, we're going to use our brands to bring people in. Uh, and at least in my case, going to make my training available. So not only can you work here and incubate your business here, um, you can make money. Here's our advantages. We're going to do a Monday marketplace. Those uh, that know my work well, we uh, have a, I have a system trademark system that guarantees you make money in a few hours. So we're going to teach people how to do it and uh, have a Monday marketplace. We're going to have a, uh, you know, one one day a month with the, the millionaire maker. We're going to do a millionaire maker game night. We have a wine and beer license. We're going to have a hosted, you know, after ski parties and after beach parties. So we're going to make it like a jam, like a super cool environment that people get to come to and work and play and do business together. And uh, we're going to teach people joint ventures. We're going to teach people how to interact and really do commerce. You know, chambers of commerce have been around for years and years and years. And what's interesting about the chamber is uh, they know how to bring businesses together under a directory. But as far as commerce, right, the making of money, um, I think we all know uh, that's fallen down greatly in uh, that area. So all that being said, uh, I want to just talk, like, there's so many places. Uh, there's WeWorks. There is, uh, yeah, I'm ShareSpace. There is NextSpace. There's Hubs. There's Incubators. I mean, it's not really a new concept in some cases. Uh, but for many of you, especially those of you that are Gen Xers and Baby Boomers, there's a couple places that I want you to think about. So for me, it's a money maker, right? It's a money maker. It's a community maker. It's a team maker. There's a lot of... Uh, advantages to bringing people together in one space. So for those of you in real estate, consider, you know, shifting your spaces to executive suites instead of getting the, you know, the traditional, you know, large commercial renter. 
uh, way, one way that you can absolutely, you know, shift your space is just rent out subspaces to individuals, uh, rent out individual desks, rent out, you know, a conference facility so it can be an open workspace. Um, I think it's a great investment for many people who have some real estate, want some extra cash flow. Uh, cash flow is far more significant in these models than it is in a traditional rent model. Now, the downside or the, the counter to the higher cash flows is that it's more to manage. You have uh, people coming and going. You have uh, significant considerations to your facility, which I'll go through in a moment, uh, and how you want to organize them. But it's just like such an amazing opportunity for you. I mean, think about it. You have a space, you can get 20 businesses, 50 businesses collaborating and marketing each other, joint venturing together, using each other's services and really being a force in, inside the community. So those of you who have property, consider it. Those of you who want an investment property, many people are converting like McMansions and larger um you know, homes into that. The challenge with those is parking spaces and permitting issues, but it's on the rise. And I can tell you just with the millennials and the millennial conversation, um, you know, we're going to have a coffee bar. We're going to have, like I said, wine and beer bar. We're going to have all sorts of uh, amenities for people to want to come to work, collaborate and do business. So let's talk about those of you that are in real estate. If you're considering doing it, some of the considerations to putting together a co-work space and just the things that we've been going through. So number one is security, right? The building has to be, uh, so have surveillance cameras. You need to have, uh, you know, specific locks, whether it's a magnetic lock, there's a, a Kissy is a, is a really cool app that allows people to come and go. That's for magnetic and wooden doors. Uh, unfortunately for what we have, we have a very big glass atrium facility. So that isn't going to work. So looking at fobs and looking at different security and key systems, then you go to the next level and say, what do people rent private offices? Are you going to key and do private office, you know, security for each person? Um, uh, other considerations as the larger renters of, say, the private offices come in is, are you going to offer or allow any signage? You know, there's all sorts of uh, window peel marketing that you can put on windows and it can peel back off and uh, they can be versatile and change and uh if you're, you know, your, your office renter's not there for a while, you can put somebody else in and really, you know, work with that. Other considerations, uh, people's stuff, right? You're going to have to shift your insurance or make sure that it's modified for the considerations of that. And for your longer term renters, you uh, encourage them to, to carry renter insurance. Other considerations uh, down to the simple stuff. Do you charge them for the coffee, the wine, the beer? the snacks, the water, the things that you, you know, put in your facility, or is that just part of it in complimentary and you build it into your cost? Other considerations, printer, um, do you let them do copies in your facility? And uh, if you do, how do you want to do that? And is there a capacity limit or you're going to do some counter, uh, kind of like Kinko's, you know, used to do way back in the day and probably still do, but I've never been in there for years and years and years. Um, other considerations is just behavior. Uh, you're going to have some culture and behavior that you set tone for the kind of people and the kind of culture that you want to set in uh, your co-work space. And um, 
what are the parameters of of that behavior and doing business uh, as you uh, as you build your co work space? Other considerations uh, that we're going to be uh, bringing in is lockers. So since we are huge fans of a marketplace and the ability for people to make money and sell their wares, whether it's jewelry or barbecue sauce or a pasta sauce, or um, like I have a woman locally who sells hemp. I have a you know hair supplies, facial supplies, whatever people sell, coffee, food items. Um, if they don't want to, you know, have them come and go, where do they keep them? So we have uh, extra storage uh, areas that we're going to be building into locker units where people, as again, part of their lease, can do a locker space. So a lot of considerations. Co-work space is on the rise. Um, the conferences are thousands and thousands and thousands of people. If you think five, ten years down the road, I think the majority of the world will be working in these kind of facilities. Now, a couple of things that I want to bring to mind that's very fun about what we have, because we're in Nevada, is we are doing you know corporate entities. So we're going to help people set up formally into a corporation. You know, companies make money, individuals get taxed. The worst kind of money to make is money that's in your personal bank account. So we're going to be educating our co co-working space folks on how to really operate as a, a legitimate business, uh, have it be a Nevada LLC or a C-Corp, um, maximize your tax savings. Remember, there's 73,000 pages of tax code in the United States, and most people overpay tax if they're not in uh, a proper state, I'm going to call it. The state of California is the worst. We call it the, uh, you know, uh, the... Democratic Republic of California because it's kind of a world by itself and people overpay taxes and don't take any consideration in the fact that they could have a Nevada address with a Nevada lease. Now, here's the difference. New law on IRS code is you can't just have the post office box anymore. You can't just have the UPS store anymore. You have to have a lease in an office that you can walk through upon an audit. So that's really, really critical and which gives us a huge competitive edge. Uh, for those of us that are here, I know in uh, Las Vegas, you know, we're here in northern Nevada in Las Vegas. There's a lot of other co-work spaces that are coming alive as well, just for that very reason of we can provide taxation ad advantages. We can provide office legal leases. We can provide them, uh, you know, tax incentives that most other states can't provide. So that's another uh, super competitive, fun advantage. And I think those of you know, I mean, over and over and over, I talk about taxation and, uh, you know, being overtaxed is a choice. Being broke is a choice, uh, but not having a company is crazy. And uh, here's the disadvantage. I'm going to go another direction. The disadvantages of working at home. I'm a huge fan of, and I've said it for now almost 12 years, is hang your sign. So even if you only use a co-work space, like I have a lot of my remote uh, contractors who use different, you know, work hub and different spots where they can uh, they can go to work, meet other people, collaborate with other people. Um, but the the downside of working at home, as I said, I've always encouraged people to hang their sign, which means if you're going to hang your sign, you can't really hang it in your residential neighborhood. You don't have parking. You actually don't have permits. You could get a home, you know, a home business license. But the amount of marketing, I mean, just consider this on the other side of why use a co-work space is the amount of marketing it takes to get out of your home and let people know that you're in business is substantially more 
than the $200, or $400 a month that you could pay in a co-workspace, plus the incentive of having people joint venture and also market your product. I mean, there's the thing, people are out for dinner, they'll talk about their co-workspace, this cool business they just met, and now you have people talking about you in the community that normally wouldn't if you stay at home. So I'm not a fan of stay the stay-at-home mom thing um, as far as working at home. Um, I'm not a fan of being a solopreneur. I think both of those are really, really starting by choice from a very, uh, just a point of, of higher obstacles, um, especially solopreneur. Solopreneurs to me means I want to do everything by myself because I'm just so fabulous at everything. I think it's the most ridiculous title. Don't ever say you're a solopreneur. I just look at solopreneurs and think, God, you love suffering uh, and suffering in silence. Um, so just, you know, really consider, even if it's the lowest, uh, investment into a co-work space, a hub that getting out of your house, hanging your sign and being able to do some marketing with a collaborative of, even if it's only 20 people that use that space, 30 people that use that space, the amount that you're going to, to capitalize on, I guarantee you will be significant to you staying and working at home. Those of you that are interested in learning more about co-work spaces, you can go to nvpresence.com. nvpresence.com. We'll be uh, adjusting those websites. Our official launch is the end of April. And anytime you want to come to Northern Nevada or use our workspace, I encourage you just to call and inquire about it. And again, on our uh, Laurel's Real Money Talks, we're encouraging people to go to asklaurel.com ask L-O-R-A-L.com. Give us your name, phone number, and email. Ask any question. Ask for an appointment. Say, I want to understand more. I want to learn more about how this works. And uh, we will have one of our strategists call you right back and help you and just see the advantages. There's no obligation to uh, put your information in. But whether you're here in Northern Nevada and want to work with us, there's something local in your area get out of your house. And if you're on the other side and you have some property that you want to adjust into a co-work space, I'd love to help you. I've sent people to conferences, been studying this for almost a year in preparation of our launch. So know a lot about it. Love to support you in any of those categories from getting out of your home, repurposing your real estate like I've just done and um, using it as just a powerful, powerful collaborative marketing tool. So that's how to make money. It's also how to keep money, also how to invest money. It's what we do here at Laurel's Road Money Talks, and I look forward to sharing more about our launch. We'll be going Facebook Live on April 25th will be our launch. So stay tuned, mark your calendar. We'll be doing a Facebook Live. You can see our facility from that perspective, and uh, we'll be doing more soon. We'll talk. Thanks. Thank you for joining Laurel for this segment of Real Money Talks, how to make money, manage money, and invest money. To continue this new conversation and to find free resources to support your wealth creation, visit asklaurel.com forward slash podcast gifts. That's A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L.com forward slash podcast gifts. Thanks for listening and join us again soon. New episodes are released every week.